Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. Hello, friends. I am incredibly excited for this live today. I invite you to relax, sit back. This is going to be um, what I know a very, very in-depth conversation. It is going to enrich your life, and I guarantee that you are going to take away something today that will probably change the way that you do life and change the way that you do business. So stick around. Feel free to pop any questions that you have as we're discussing in the chat, um, and we will do our best to get those answered for you. But I am going to welcome Katie in here. And this is a really special conversation. So before, I'm going to let Katie introduce herself. Want to, hi. Hey, how are you? To start this by saying that Katie played such a huge role in my life and my business. And I'm not going to, I'm going to try to not get emotional. (laughs) But Katie was one of my first business coaches and she really introduced me to some very uncomfortable things as somebody who is very much into doing. And as we all are, she introduced the idea of ease and flow and some things that I rebelled very much against with her. So what's really beautiful about the relationship that we've built is, you know, we went from coach to mentor to now I consider Katie one of my very best friends and she is just a wealth of knowledge and experience and greatness. And so I'm excited for us to talk about the coaching industry as a whole. And I'm excited to just see what we get into here today. But yeah, you're very special to me. And I would love for you to tell everybody watching more about you and your amazingness and who you are and what you do. Gosh, I just love you. Thank you so much for that introduction. And thank you so much for just the connection that we've had. Like I remember every like important pivotal conversation we had. I remember exactly where I was from like your DM on a Saturday morning, just finding me to then paying and joining to like when I was in the bathtub, when we were talking back and forth about just this next level that you were on after having met you in person to now being a friend and a peer in this industry. I'm just so grateful for you and the work that you're doing and that we're doing together. Because I think that's, that is the part of this conversation that I'm excited to get into. The heart of the industry, the heart of our industry is us, is your heart, is mine. And it's, it's what we're doing together, but also individually. And so I know we're going to get into that more, but for those of you that have never met me before, I'm Katie Fleming, and I am a business coach and mentor to ambitious mom entrepreneurs that are scaling six and seven figure businesses. But at the end of the day, it's just, I'm the coach and mentor for the woman that's up to something. She's up to something in our home. She's up to something in the world. And there's this big calling on her heart and on her life to do big things within her home and her family and also the world and to get to witness and watch and be partners with that ripple effect that she creates in the world. So I'm so grateful to be connected with each of you that are in Kelsey's community because it is such a powerful group of women. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, I think, you know, being introduced to you, I think was, it was so interesting because I always felt like internally, 
I don't, I didn't want to choose, you know, as I often talk about, like, I don't want to choose. Like, I know there's something more for me. I want to speak. I I have all these stories to share, but also like, I do want to be present with my kids. And I think that that was one of the biggest things that, that really drew me to you is you were like my first permission slip to, to, to be the both. And, and it's so interesting now because I got a message the other night and it was almost like, things had come full circle to where she said the same thing to me to where it was like somebody that I've never met. And she was like, you are serving as a permission slip for me to be able to do both. And I just think that, you know, it's so important that we come together. And I think that's the coolest thing that us forming the relationship that we've had is, is you see the power in collaboration. And there's so many of us that women, as women that are comparing ourselves that are seeing, especially in this industry, this explosion of, you know, everyone's a coach now. So why would I do that? What is, you know, what, what's there for me in that industry? And instead of like singling ourselves out, we come together and we realize, you know, we find our uniqueness. We, we tell our unique stories. We embrace who we are. We uncover who we're meant to be. And I think that there's just like, the beautiful thing is that like, we do a lot of things we, we both do a lot of the same things, but the way that we do it is so different. And that's why I love like, you know, anybody that joins like your world, I'm always like, they're going to get yes. such amazingness, you know? Yes. And, um, and vice versa. Like, it's just, I believe wholeheartedly in soul connections. And there was even thinking back to our relationship, when you came into my life, when I came into yours, there was like a soul connection and a reason we were here for the next six plus months that we were together. Right. And, and just that when we look at this industry, like you're just showing up to give your gift, the greatest gift that you have. And there is a match for that. There is a soul connection on the other side that is meant to receive what it is you have to give right now in this now. So good. And I think that alone is so powerful for people to take away today. Just the remembering of like, no matter what industry you're in and no matter how many people are doing what you do, you do it differently. You do it faster. You do it slower. You do it at a different pace. You do it in a different color. You do it wearing something different. You bring your story, your skills. And it's just, there is really, if we break it down, there is no comparison. And I think that's what the, if we recognize our own heartbeat in the industry and what that actually brings to the industry versus trying to look at it as just one industry, it's like it's full of a bunch of different heartbeats that do things differently. But that requires, and what was really, really hard for me to build was trusting of like who is meant for me will be for me and who is meant for them will be for them. And that is something that I find it's really hard. It was hard for me to develop and it's hard for a lot of my clients to develop because there is, you know, a lot of oversaturation in the online space. But what I've realized is that the more we lean into that trust, the more we recognize like I do have a gift and I'm able to bring this gift to the world. And so if I sink into that being my truth and trust that that is enough, then the actions that come actually are proof of that. But it's mm-hmm. like leaning into the trust is, was not my specialty. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm having a moment. <laughs> so tell me, 
what do you think, you know, what do you think are the most, the most important parts that we need to know as business owners? Like what are the most important things that we can stay grounded into that are like, I'm here for the long term, And this is where you and I are so much on the same page. Like we know we're going to be here. Like you guys can come and dabble and play and do whatever, bring your bullshit or whatever to the table that you think this is a game for you. Like we're in this for the long haul, but what are, what do you think is important for people to develop in order to hold that in order to keep showing up? Yeah, I think it's exactly what you said. Like it's, we have to be committed. If you want to be in the space and lead from a heart-centered place, you have to be committed to the long game. Sure, sure, we're going to have short-term plays and there's going to be short-term cash injections. And like there is a short-term game, but there is the long game that if you can anchor yourself in the vision of why you're here, that will hold you when everything else is in a tizzy, when it seems like everybody's floating to this other person in the industry, when it seems like all they care about is the flashy, glittery sales numbers and the, the pressury sales tactics and, and you start to question and wonder, like, should I start to do that too? But then you remember and you anchor yourself into the vision that, no, I'm here for something greater. I'm here to play this and not sell my soul in the process. I'm here to be this grounded, anchored. I see it as like this tree that is by the water, like, and everything's trying to toss it, but it's so rooted. It's so grounded. So if you feel, as I'm saying those words, you can feel hundred percent that you're meant to be that leader in this space. The, the biggest anchor for you is going to be coming back into the knowing of what you're here to do and who you're here to impact. And it is this like, Kelsey, you and I've been here in this industry for years. We can look back and see what once was a big name is no longer in existence anymore. So mm-hmm. we just have to, we don't have to sit here and make up stories or meetings around any of that, but just run the race that we're here to run and play the role that we're here to play. And that's, that's something that only we get instruction from when we go and anchor into our hearts. Mm. I love your words so much. It's so good. And I love that you brought up like doing this without selling your soul in the process, because I think that that's what a lot of us, myself and and you included at certain points, it's just like, well, should I, is that the only way that's, that's what's attracting people. And so like going into that and playing in that and being like, this is not, this doesn't feel good. And that's why I think as simple as it sounds like just telling people that you can have a business and you can grow a business and you can make boatloads of money while also it feeling good is a possibility because I think that so many people are like, okay, well, what is the marketing trick? What is the content trick? What is the key? What is the thing? What is the going to unlock? What's going to be the fix for me to get to whatever that level is? And I think it puts so much unnecessary pressure on us because the spotlight has been taken off how sexy sustainability really is. Like we, we see, you know, big numbers and big names and, you know, big cash days and all this stuff. But it's like at the end of the day, number one, as a client of, of somebody who has, you know, flashed big numbers and stuff like that, I felt like just a number at certain points. And so I think there's something to be said about that when when we're talking about us as individuals being rooted and anchored into why are we here? If you're truly here for the money, if you're chasing those big numbers, 
that will be apparent and it won't work. It might work short term, but it won't work long term. And I think that's where you and I really come in and have a gift is like we do see sustainability. Like when people want to do or play in certain things, I'm like, yes, but let's consider like, can you do that three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? Does that set a foundation for you now of where you want to go? And kind of pulling back into like rooting back into, like you said, like the the anchor that we can really be for ourselves of, yes, that might be shiny, that might be flashy, but if it uproots you, is it the thing? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the thing about sexy sustainability is it's often a lot slower than the flashy things that are out there. And slower in the sense that like, if we anchor ourselves in a time, it feels really slow. But if we elevate ourselves above it, we're going to look back and be like, whoa, that actually happened really quickly. So yeah? true. So it's constantly knowing the vision. And then that gap that's created, the one between where you are and where you want to go is the one we have to steward. And that's where we have to constantly remind ourselves of what we're creating this for, find the evidence and the proof of what's working and get our energy behind why we're here showing up, why we're here on story, selling the thing again, selling the mastermind that has still has the space left or whatever the thing is, we're still showing up in devotion to the calling and the mission. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're only here for the short term, then that's, it, it shows up. It shows up in the way that you, that you speak, that you market the urgency, the pressure. And it's so funny too, because as much as I feel like that we have this, um, there's people that market and, and it, they're talking about, you know, growth and change and how like elevating as a CEO is so much about like us uh, adjusting our emotional intelligence and dealing with trauma and really just elevating us as people to become a better CEO, which I agree with. But it's marketed one way, but with the tone of you have to do it this way right now or you will fail. You will fail without me. You can't do it alone. And I just think it's I think it's slimy and I think it's shitty, honestly, but I think it's interesting that in an industry to where we are supposed to show people their potential and what lies actually within them, it's become so much about like, I have a something that you don't have. And so you need to pay me to get that. Mm-hmm. The, it's, it's all very subtle in the posts and in the tones and in the words and in the ways. So it is this like next level of discernment that we all have to bring to the table as a leader, but also as someone that's participating in this industry as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think is important if you're a heart led leader and you're like, I'm here for the good reasons I'm impact driven, you know, and I want to make a difference and I want to make change. I think about, well, find a mentor that they align with your values in that. But are there any other things that you think are helpful to people when seeking mentorship for themselves when when it's kind of like, it almost feels like there's only that one pathway of like, well, yes, of course I want, you know, a million dollar business, a multi-million dollar business. So of course I'm going to hire the person that's doing that. But it's almost like a distraction. Yeah, you hire the mentor not for the money they're making, but for for the way that they're leading themselves. So you can look at my life. You can look at Kelsey's life. You can see the fruits of her work. You can see the relationship she has with Eric. You can see the way that she interacts with her kids. You can see like just the, the ease. You can feel the ease. Like she's not sitting by her pool swiping down on her phone every two seconds to see if a new DM popped in to hire her. Like she's not. She, 
she's ready for you, but she ain't that, you know, she's not controlling it all like that. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's, it's so much bigger than the number that they put in their bio. And so if you're hiring a mentor because of the number that they have in their bio or the thing that you think you can get from them, that's the biggest problem. So it's more of like this, I'm activated and connected to this mentor and I want to be pushed to my next level walking alongside of them. So I'm not the mentor that's made seven figures, I'll be honest with you. But I am a mentor who has experienced high income months, low income months, the dips, the sustainability, all the things in between. And I know how to build a sustainable life, not just a business, but a life and one that is life giving. So that's what I stand for. Like we can't, we can't keep hiring for the flashy numbers on the Instagram bio because you're going to continue to put yourself in a similar situation where it's just like, because you entered into the container without your power. That's the thing, you know? Oh, such a good point. It's such a good point. And even something really simple that you said too, that was beautiful is like hiring to get something. And like, as somebody who has done that, you know, like I've hired for the, from the distraction of the shiny numbers, I've hired with the belief of they're going to give me something that, that I don't have. And what I realized is that I, you know, I got the best results in, in my business and in my life from working with you. And that's because you coached me. You made me look at the hard things. Instead of just giving me an answer, you would ask me questions where I'm like, fuck, I'm so angry with her, but she's right, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. That's why it's, it's, almost, um, it's almost challenging to be mentors like you and I, because while we give the best results and the best transformation, oftentimes we can be overlooked because people are hiring for those reasons. And so I've really found that, you know, instead of being like, okay, well, I'm just going to do what the other people are going to do. Cause I had a period where I did that to where it was just like, you know what, I'm going to talk about the shiny things and I'm going to talk about, you know, the high income months and whatever, because that's what people want. And then I was like, this feels like shit to me, like straight up. And then of course my business, it's like, oh, full stop for you right now. So it's like that alignment matters so, so much. And having a mentor who can see you in that, who will not just say, hey, do what I did. Because that's the truth of it. If we're if we're hiring somebody for the money, then we're like, we want to just get in the room with them and say, you did this. Tell me how you did it so I can replicate that. But that's not the way that it works. And that's what I think is is false in a lot of marketing is like, I can't tell you, like, I couldn't have somebody DM me and, and say, here's one, two, three steps how to do it. I can work with you and we can develop what that looks like for you. But some people don't want to hear that. Yeah. It takes a level of, of personal responsibility. And a lot of times most aren't ready to hear, to hear that they want the three-step plan. I've got all the three-step plans, but they're probably not for you. There's probably a specific step plan that is for you. And that's where we extract your intuitive strategy that's Mm. meant for you. And it takes, it's more work. It's going to take more thought. You're actually going to have to go into your business and lead it like the CEO that you are and not outsource your power or your intelligence or your decision-making to your coach. Cause that's never what the coach was intended to be. Oh, So good. Yeah. Outsourcing your power and your decision-making. And that's, I understand having someone there to help, right. To help to, to let things feel easier. And I think that 
ease is for me when I'm working with clients, that ease a lot of times shows up when they're walking through a struggle. And I think this kind of brings me to something else that I want to talk about is like, like you said, we all have high and low income months and we all have, you know, the reality of different things happening outside of our businesses. Some of us being the breadwinners and having to support, like there's so many different parts of our lives that play a role. And I think one of the most powerful things that we can do is learn how to stay in our power, regardless of those things, who we are being and the gap between where we are and where we want to be. Like, and that, I think there's so much emphasis on the strategy to get there and the steps to get there that it's like, we want to fast forward through the gap, but the gap is where the preventative measures are built for us to get there. The gap is where we get to prove to ourselves, this is my power. This is what I'm capable of. If I can hold it here, what can I hold there? But it's like, people just want to fast forward through that. And I think that that kind of has been developed because I think part of being a heart led leader and impact driven leader in this industry is being able to walk through people with people when they are struggling. Yeah. So the gap, the gap is when the new foundation is, is set. So this there's always a gap between where we are going and where we are. But what often happens when you've ever had like a next level moment where you say yes to this like next level version of you, you get a glimpse of it. And it's like this internal, like, yes, God, take me. This is it. And you say yes to this thing. Well, what happens? Nobody talks about this. It's so funny, Kelsey. This is divine. I was writing a post this morning on this exact thing. So, so what happens when we say yes to this is everything that can't meet us at this new level starts to drop away. The clients, broken contracts, relationships seemingly just disappearing, new relationships coming in, whatever it is, uh, your integrity being questioned, your heart being questioned, like all of this like excruciating stuff starts to show up. And it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's that you said ne- you said yes to a level that does not allow for those things to come with it. And so they have to fall away. And the resistance piece comes in when we're holding on to these things and saying, no, 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 I, I built my recurring income up to a certain place. I can't have that client leave. I can't have that thing go away. I can't shift the business model. I can't change the offers because, because of X, Y, Z. And like we hold on so tightly and all that is required to release the resistance is to release the grip that we have on side of this thing that cannot come with us to this next level. Mm-hmm. And the moment, the moment we release that, we're literally just in this void, this space between it's like, the way I see it is like walking, um, walking sidewalks at the airport in between terminals. Like there's nothing other than the art on the wall and you're in between one terminal and the next. You know, though, you know, you're going to get to that next terminal and you also know you're not going back to the other one. So it's like this surety that you will make it, but also this like little bit of like, oh shit, will I make it? <laughs> am I going to wait? Am I going to be okay? Is the income going to be all right until I get to that next thing or that next whatever or I just burned down the business model, but I have no idea what the new one is going to be. It's that gap of like surety, but also we don't yet have the clarity. And so that is like the place where we have to really, really steward this vision because there's like literally nothing else yet built around us to know what's happening. But Mm -hmm. surely, but you know, slowly, but surely we keep walking one foot in front of the other. We start to get the glimpses, the creativity comes back, the, the ideas come in and this new foundation is built. And that new foundation is where, we are building this next level, this, this version of us that, that we saw back when we said yes to God. And now we're here and it required the intelligence that was in the gap to be able to build the foundation that can now hold the blessings that are coming in. 
the next level clients, the soul connection, the content, all of that stuff that you wanted is here, but it required that time and the gap for you to build the foundation to hold it. Mm, so good. Can we get an amen? <laughs> Standing ovation. <laughs> It's so, so true though, but we just want to skip the gap. It's like, but imagine like energetically how unrealistic it is because if we want to skip the hard stuff, if we want to skip the place to where it's necessary for us to become a new woman, essentially, if we want to just skip that, that means that we are unrealistically holding the expectation of we're going to just live on that high forever. Like, yeah. And this is one of the biggest things I feel like we do in our coaching is we learn how to navigate all the levels. A lot of us, it's really easy when you're in the high. It's so easy to sell. So easy. It's so easy to make money. It's so easy to sign clients. It's so easy to channel content. But like, what happens when you are in the low? Can, can you sell? Can you, can you write? But there is still intelligence that's meant to be extracted and shared from these low places. And so when we can help you, get really good at navigating the waves. It's it's the surfer that's like on these waves, the top of the wave is no different than him sitting below the wave, getting ready to paddle to get to the top of it, right? You can't just be the surfer on top of the wave all the time. Otherwise you're not a surfer. You're just, I don't know, God walking on water. It just doesn't work, right? So there's, there's, there's all the parts of you. There's you with your head in the water about to hit the rock. There's you sitting on your surfboard, just calmly looking at the, the wave. There's you deciding you're going to take this wave and you start to paddle your way up. I've never surfed in my life, but I imagine this is how it is. And then there's you like getting on your board, wobbling a little bit, but then you get your flow and you get going and you're, you're just completely riding the waves. We can't surf. We can't run our businesses just from the top of the wave. We have to learn how to ride all aspects of it. And that's where that true sustainability and income and impact comes in. Mm. And that's why it's so important for us as impact-driven leaders to show all sides and to showcase and to normalize all of those different levels and all of the different parts of the journey. Because I feel like that so many people are getting sucked into like it's just up and up and up. And that goes back to like very old school conditioning of like, if you're not moving forward, you're failing. Like, and then we wonder why, okay, why am I having an emotional breakdown? Like every two months when I'm, my income dips. Yeah. It, but that's the natural thing about like, there is like the slingshot effect where the slingshot gets pulled back and it seems like you're going backward, but you couldn't be a slingshot if you didn't have that backward motion. You can't be slingshotted into your next level unless you have a little bit of a pulling back to create that foundation, you know? Yeah, the contraction and the release. Mm-hmm. So there's there's so much power in the contraction if we normalize the contraction. Yeah, and what meaning are you putting towards it? Because it yeah. really doesn't mean anything. That's true. It's so doesn't true. And there's so many different variables when it comes to business as a whole, too. It's like... And I think that's one of the greatest things that anybody can do is like starting to shift where, you know, you're getting a bunch of no's in a row or, you know, your income level does dip or a launch doesn't go as planned or whatever, like getting to the point where you no longer let that say anything about you or your offers or your life. Like that was huge for me to where it was just like, well, didn't get what I wanted here. So what can I turn this into? It was, yeah. there was never uh, like, oh God. And, and there's so much emphasis on, there's a lot of misconstrued marketing too. 
And like, this is why I like to be an open book, you know, about like, this didn't turn out as planned, but here's what I learned from it. Because if we hold that expectation of I'm going to come into a container or I'm going to hire a mentor and it's just going to be, we're just going to, you know, fly high. Then when that doesn't happen and when you're struggling and when you're being pushed away and not wanting to be seen in your struggle, then there's no way to interpret that. But I'm wrong. There's something wrong with me. This isn't working. Why is it not working? I must be doing something wrong. When the reality is it's actually serving you every single time that I've had something not go as planned, something that I was like, fuck, this isn't the, the, this isn't right. You know, it's not working. It's always like, oh, that taught me this, which I then used here. Mm -hmm. And what's even trippier is sometimes like the thing you learn, it's for you, of course, but it's also like, then you immediately get an opportunity to, to share that information with a client. Where you oh. walk a client through the exact thing days later. You're like, oh, amazing. Yes, yes. But I think that's, you know, I think there's a, a lot of things that as a, a heart-led leader and as an impact-driven leader that are important for us and for anybody who who aligns themselves in this way to to just make sure, like you said, that they stay rooted in who they are. Like you are human first. Like your business is an extension. Your business isn't you. It's an extension of you. It's an opportunity to showcase your gifts, to sell your gifts, to, you know, create the legacy that you want to create with your life. But it's not you and you can't let it swallow you because that is where you see those emotional kind of spirals. And it's just, it's, it's not healthy and it's not sustainable. And that's why people are burnt out and that's why people give up. And that's like one of the most heartbreaking things for me is to see so many good people give up. And I think like you said, one of the most important things is if we just keep showing up and if you figure out how can you show up in the gap and what is, what is your unique way of bringing whatever you can to the table? How can you sell when you're having a bad day? How can you, and actually figuring out some of those things, everything else feels easier. Yeah. It's, it's leading yourself through those down moments. It's when you feel like you have no content to say, you do. And it's actually probably the message that is meant to come through you, not just for yourself, but also for their, their specific people in your audience that are meant to hear that. So mm-hmm. not for the faint of heart, the work that we do, which is leading, leading ourselves first and then showing up to help the world as well. Yeah. Yeah. What are the most important things that you believe make a good leader for this industry? Oh, my, one of the core tenets for me is personal responsibility, like radical personal responsibility. So what this looks like is I deal with my stuff first before I ever show up for anybody else in my life, right? It's realizing that nothing else is to blame for the way you feel other than just your own lens and really taking back your peace and your power in that sense. But specifically when it comes to coaching, if something with a client, I'd never coach my client through my lens. I deal with my stuff and then I come coach them, their, their situation, right? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good because we are humans and we all have stuff going. And so to be able to say like, okay, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to, I'm going to move through this energy first. And then that way I can show up as the coach, as the leader for them. 
I love that. And I think it's, it's really important. Like I always, you, you call it personal responsibility. I call it an honest inventory, but just taking a look at the mirror first, like, what are you letting this say about you? What is, what in this is, is yours and not theirs? Like when we have the clients that trigger us and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got something to go through there. You got to figure something out. There's something in there that's trying to tell you something. So I love that. And I think it could be more of that. And I also think that there could be, I think it's really important to never stop expanding and elevating your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it, it also translate on it translates onto the social media feed. Like how often do you see people that are triggered by posts go write another post that's full of a bunch of like wounding. So they call out a post that's full of wounding, but then they go create another post that's full of wounding. And it's like, you just did the same thing. <laughs> you just did the exact same thing that you called out. Yeah, that's such such a good point. It's such a good point. And I think there's a way to do that. It's a it's different when you show up and you speak from something that you're passionate about. And I always tell people I'm like if it, true leadership is showing up and saying, "Here's the change that I want to see. Here's the thing that I dislike. Here's the thing and here's how we do it better." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's na- it's navigating your trigger and then showing up and sharing the truth. But you have to navigate your trigger off-screen. Stop trying to work through your triggers on the internet. Like go do your thing, do your work, and then bring the truth and the intelligence that you've extracted out of that and share that in your content. Yeah. And I think that in itself really, it it showcases the type of human that you are when you show up and you offer solutions and even sharing the story of going through that wound of, of how you were triggered and what that triggered in you and what it made you see. I think there's power there too, but to show up and essentially just complain, you know, it's not, it's, it's the conversation we were having earlier. It's like, if I don't love, you know, people that just hire and their marketing strategy is let me talk about how much money I make. I believe the better strategy here is for us to show up and, and be, coaches and to go back to what the industry was invented for and that we are here to lead people and we are here to create transformations for people's lives not just for their businesses but for their lives and that involves so much more than money money is just such a a byproduct of the work that we do and what's interesting is even with that the money doesn't come if the other things aren't addressed and so then people are leaving these containers and upset because there's not a monetary change, but it's that it's offering those kinds of solutions of here's how we do it better. Here's a better way to market, market yourself, market your story, own your uniqueness, know what you bring to the table, elevate your power, your confidence, know what is what you are capable of, and then share that confidently. And that is, you know, it's going to, it's going to hit people differently and it might take a longer time for people to come into relationship with you. But then the results are so much better because you brought people in in truth and authenticity. You said it. You brought people in in truth. Yeah. And as you were speaking, I started to see like this, like retention pond. We have a lot of those here in Texas. I think you do too in Florida in your neighborhood. But it's, yeah, gators. (laughs) So if we start to see this online space as like this pool, it is really important what we contribute to it. Are we the one that's just, throwing our triggers in the water and just creating more trash and more distortion and more grossness? Or are we committed to letting our energy here bring beauty? Are we the one that's planting flowers? Are we the one that's, that's picking up the trash and actually throwing it in the trash can instead of just 
<laughs> shredding it and making more. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, if we're, this really does go far. It feels like it doesn't impact anything, but it really will create a huge ripple when you show up and own your authentic energy and you give that in the space without caring that like they just dropped a bunch of trash. Like it's fine. It, it, it will. One of the things we've seen over the years of being in this industry is that it all does shake out at the end of the day, some way, shape or form. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And I think that's really what I want everybody to take away today is like, if you are somebody and you're in an industry that it feels oversaturated or it feels hard, just understand like, number one, there's something for you in this gap. And number two, like just keep showing up keep owning who you are, knowing that like what you bring to the table is important. It does matter. And then just, just root into that. Like Katie said, because if you can stay rooted in that, and if you can just show up blinders on with, okay, these things are happening outside of me, but I know what I'm here for and where I'm going. And that's what, that's what matters. That's, that's what keeps you around. And if you can stay around, you're going to succeed. Mm -hmm. 100%. And you can ask for guidance. You can say, take away, God, take away anything that I'm not meant to see. Show me the leaders I'm meant to follow. And they get really strict and diligent with yourself because like we talked, this selling your soul way is very sexy for a reason. But it's also, I think a lot of us have these contracts in place where it's not going to work for us. That's why we've tried the sexy launch strategy. We've done the things to a T, but it hasn't worked. And it doesn't work until we find our way. So one of the things you can do is you can ask specifically for the guides that are meant to be shown to you to be shown and the ones that are not to be to fall away. And the trick though is, is you have to trust. You have to trust the nudge. It's like you have to trust. It's like when you've been hurt by a bunch of douchebags. I'm going to use that word. But it's like when you've been hurt by a bunch of idiot guys and then you're being called to love again, but like your heart's like, but wait. But then you've got this gorgeous, perfect guy that's right there and it's like, yeah, but I'm the good one. And you're like, I don't know. I just got hurt. Love again. But you've got to love again with discernment and you've got to love again and trust your soul and just move when you know it's time. I don't know. That's a weird story to come through, but I feel like it was for somebody. It reminds me of the conversation (laughs) that we had. Katie and I had this amazing conversation about how there are always going to be fuck boys. She said douchebags. I'll use fuck boys because I'm, you know, I like the F word. Um, But Katie and I are husband material. And like, that means, you know, the right woman's going to come along. And we trust that like the people that are meant for us will come through. And when they do come to us, they're like, oh my gosh, you're the one that I want to marry. So I think, I think just, just recognizing and, and us knowing that as mentors, it brings us so much peace because we're like, we can watch these things go on and just be so rooted in our truth and confident in our abilities. And so I, yeah, we're, we're the husband material. It's, but why yeah. we, it's why we have amazing retention rates and like soul connection clients. It's just, it's all great. Exactly. That's why we're not always scrambling. We're just like, <laughs> it's not a secret. We just keep our people because we love our people and we, and we do this well. So Katie, before we hop off, thank you so much for your, your wisdom and your brain and your reflections today. Um, I know you have a couple offers open. Would you like to share with everybody what, what you have? Yeah, I would love to. So every single month I get to host five days in Voxer, unlimited Voxer for a group of women. There's 10 women. It's called the Voxer Mini Mind. And so this is unlimited deep coaching. Anything that's top of mind for you that you want support in, whether it's your business, whether it's strategy, whether it's finding your three-step way, this is going to be perfect for you to jump into. It's $333 for five days. And we start next week, but they, I host them every single month. So 
that's the top thing I would recommend for you. Love it. Yeah. It's a great way to jump into Katie's world. And again, I can't recommend her enough. She's incredible. So if you've been eyeing her or if you are from my audience, I highly recommend following her and checking her out if you feel called to do that. And of course, if you have any interest in any of my offers, I have a couple of masterminds and private coaching so we can chat through the best place for you. But Katie, I love you. Thank you for being here. Um, Any last words for our people? I love you. I think that my last words for people would be like, make connections, connect Mm -hmm. with people, allow them to see and hold your heart. Uh, It's really special when you find leaders who can honor the leader within you while also witnessing and holding your humanity. And so for that, I'm grateful for you, Kelsey. I love you. I love you too. I'm so glad for our connection. All right, guys. Well, thank you for being here with us today. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.